This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. You are listening to Copy Chief Radio. Here is the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. Ba-boom. Good to be back, Jonathan. How are you feeling today? How do you feel, man? I don't think you get a big intro on your other show. I feel like we're bolstering up your ego here. Yeah. I, I, I you up. I, 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 I want to get some crowd cheering noises or something in the <laughs> beginning there. I, I'm really used to like people freaking out when they hear my name. So Now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go, like when I walk in the grocery store, you know, people whisper and they point. You play your sound effects on your iPhone as you walk in the room. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Wouldn't that be funny if you, if you have one of those apps, right? And then you just like, say you're with the cashier and you're just making really bad puns and hitting like the the, the laugh track, you know? Yeah. Like you're just wa- you're <laughs> you're just like a one man sitcom going around with a laugh track all the time. Nice. So, what do you have in store for us today, Ken? This could be a great show. This is about how to create the perfect about us page on your website. Uh, way, way overlooked uh, in importance. There's way more traffic to your about page than I bet you realize. I challenge anybody who has their stats handy to go look and you're going to go, what? That many people are coming to my about page. And think of yourself when you go to uh, every website's got one. If it doesn't have one, you think that's weird. So what are the huge missed opportunities for you uh, actually getting some action on your about page. Uh, great article over at copychief.com. Click on the blog. You could search in the search tool for about us. The name of the uh, uh, article is how to write the perfect about us page written by the great April Dykeman. And I'm proud to say that April is here with us now to talk about this. What's up, April? I'm not much. How are you guys? Feeling good. Good. Feeling, and you know Jonathan previously, huh? I do. We were in a mastermind together, so we've met before. I get around, man. You do, bro. You're <laughs> such a whore. You're everywhere. <laughs> cool. April, this uh, article is new up on the blog, and it's just taken off immediately. I think you really struck a nerve here. Um, I love when we, you know, sort of reveal something that as copywriters feels obvious to us. And even other copywriters I'm seeing are going, oh, man, head slap. Like, I wasn't even seeing all the power behind an About, about Us page. Right. It's a, it gets neglected a lot. Like, as a copywriter, I get a lot of calls about, you know, can you help me optimize my landing page? And we need a sales page. Of course, that one's huge. Um, but, but nobody really talks about the About page. It's just sort of forgotten. Yeah. Left out on its own. Yeah. It's like, it's like an afterthought, right? It's like, oh, right. that's right. We got to get it, It's usually like some web designer going, hey, do you have the, um, some text for the, for the about page? <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just put my resume up there, which is the Yikes. last thing anybody wants to see. Or your company mission. Oh, Those are always terrible. <laughs> oh, I hate a mission statement. Oh, yeah. It, it, I always hold up the mission statement is, this is why you have an unfair advantage as an entrepreneur or a small company, because you don't 
write crap like this, you know? Exactly, right. It's like it was written by an SEO buzzword PR person or something. <laughs> Most yeah. mission statements. And so, that's something I bring up in the article too, is that people want to do business with other people, not with company names and logos and mission statements. Yeah, that's a big thing. And uh, people write B2B or they say, look, I'm a business and I sell to other businesses. So I can't, I can't be going around with all this personality. That's going to scare people. <laughs> and, and I always say to them, well, who do you think's reading what you're writing? Uh, do you think they have a Facebook account? Do you think they have things they like to do on the weekend? Do you think they have you know, things that wake them up in the middle of the night, right? These exactly. are other human beings. They're not robots. And guess what? They're forced to read robotic sounding crap all day long uh, for their paycheck. So why don't you be the one thing that stands out and gets their attention that day? Right. And the thing they remember. Yeah. And take action on. So, all right, let's talk about uh, the big things that people are doing wrong or the missed opportunities on their About Us page. You talk about in the article how you can actually close sales on your About Us page. How does that work? Right. So many people know that the about page is one of the most clicked pages. And if you don't, you can check your own analytics. Um, it's probably the most popular page or it's up there. So you have a lot of eyeballs on that page as it is. So you may as well, you know, do something with that. You have them there and they want to know who are you and they want to know that before they're willing to keep reading, before they're willing to invest more time or hand over their email address or their credit card. Um, so it has to be compelling enough that readers don't need to see anything else on your page. And you, if, if you have the right elements there and you have your call to action, you can actually get them to, you know, sign up for your mailing list or, um, book a phone call with you or whatever that next step is without them needing to see your landing page or your sales page or anything else on your site. Mm. Wow. It's kind of like its own sales page. Right. So the distinction here is that this doesn't mean that you, you know, uh, trick people into reading your sales letter on the about page. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, the point is, if you treat it, look, uh, another mantra on the show is the most valuable thing somebody can pay you is attention first. They're going to have to pay you attention before they can ever pay you money. And as the stats show, the first place they're going to give you their attention is the about page. And so if you treat them like humans, present yourself as a real human and, you know, create a bond, then at the very least, you'll probably get an opt-in and a chance to continue the dialogue. Exactly. Great. So, all right. Number two is... Uh, yeah. So now this is the confusing thing, right? So number two is the about page is really about your prospect. And this is where people get a little creeped out. And uh, this happens a little bit with the 60 second sales hook too, because they go, wait a minute, you're telling me to tell my story. I'm not allowed to talk about me. Uh, you know, I know that it's supposed to always be you, 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 eyes are bad, right? right. But so what's the difference here? So the thing is they, they do want to know about you, but really only as it relates to them. And so it is kind of tricky um, because when they click on your About Us page, they have questions like, you know, why should I listen to you? Can this person really help me? Are they interesting? Um, what's in this for me? And so you do talk about yourself, but only as it relates to them. 
Yeah. And that's where things get a little bit trickier. So Jonathan, you said that you're about to uh, redo your website and that this article was really helpful to you. What things, like little light bulbs went off, what, what would you have done had you not sort of been thinking about it this way? Well, I have been in April. I love the article, by the way. I left a comment. They shared it and everything. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you wrote it. And I have kind of written my about page in that way where it's me, but how me and you are alike. But I like all the other elements, and especially that you had uh, some samples from uh, Ramit Sethi's site. I, I like that there was some different angles there, and that it almost, and it sounds kind of funny, but almost like gave me permission. It's okay to sell. It's okay to have that call to action, because I feel that is one thing that's missing on most about pages is, all right, so what's the next step? Now you know about me, so what's next? And, and I like that you had a lot of different options there and angles that I really need to incorporate. And not just, a, hey, make an appointment with me, but hey, maybe this is right for you, maybe that's right for you. So I t have those takeaways that I'm going to be using on the next version. Yeah, it's the call to action is the the thing that I see that's missing the most from about pages. And I think sometimes it's because when we write our own about page, we don't want to seem like we're being salesy or spammy. Mm. But if you look at it from the reader's perspective, if they're if they've read that far and they're feeling a connection with you, they like what you're about, they think this is the person for me, they want to know what that is. And it's kind of frustrating as the reader if somebody doesn't just hand it to you, like start here or opt in here, and then they, you know, give that to you right there so that they don't have to hunt for it. So, you know, to us, it sometimes seems like I'm being salesy, but really what we're doing is just making it a lot easier for them. Yeah, it's a great point. And you do really break down what's what Ramit Sadie's doing here uh, in such a cool way. Um, you know, Ramit's just one of the best out there. If you ever want to look at a guy and say, what does, what does quality look like? Like everything he does is such top quality that you just have to assume anytime you give this guy money, you're going to get huge value in return. It's his, it's his trademark. Everything right. looks great. His content is always great. Um, he's, uh, you know, he, he shares openly about his life and his struggles. And uh, so I always hold up him and Marie Forleo as people who, man, they just getting it right all the time consistently. Uh, so, and, and Ramit loved this article, by the way, and tweeted it out. So um, nice work on that, April. Yeah. So um, talk about Ramit's example a little bit and some of the things he did that we could sort of crib from him on our own stuff. Sure. So um, one of the things that I love about Ramit's page is that he really highlights his USP. I mean, he literally says, I take a different approach than most experts out there. Like calls it right out. And then he has three different paragraphs about how he's different from everybody else. Um, so I think that's fantastic because that gives you and you know, his point of difference is that while all of the financial gurus are talking about, you know, don't buy lattes anymore and you can save three dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know, his yeah. approach. Yeah. His approach is the opposite. It's we all know we're going to buy the lattes. Like, let's let's be real. Yeah. So let's figure out how to afford them. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a pretty powerful, uh, unique selling proposition. Yeah. I, I want to <laughs> point out those three because that's that's a really good thing that. I mean, what a brilliant thing. And think about this of, for your business. What three things could you say are different 
And when I show you what Ramit did, I think you'll go, oh, well, I wouldn't have even thought to include that or, 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 or position it that way, right? So right. the first one is the one you said. He, he, he does it differently. He's not one of these financial sort of, you know, advice givers who's going to lecture you about, you know, if you saved $3.80 a day, that would be this much, oh God, you know. Um, number two <laughs> is uh, he prohibits anyone with credit card debt from joining my premium material a decision that cost me millions of dollars a year. That's interesting. And, you know, again, if you want to like split hairs and pick that apart, you're going, well, how does he know for sure if someone has credit card debt? Uh, but, you know, Ramit's a person of character. And the thing is, if if it becomes known to him that you've bought a product that you couldn't afford because you're having trouble paying for it or whatever, uh, you'll basically be refunded and kind of blacklisted until you get right. it together. Uh, and because he's not, he, he's not, if you're just a, a, a information collector, he doesn't really want you. He wants action takers. Uh, and then he says, I give away 98% of my material free. I aim to make that free material better than anyone else's paid stuff. Uh, I love that because I talk about the four blocks that people have when they go into a proposition. And interestingly, April, a lot of those are covered, a lot of crossover here. And it's brilliant because people have these open loops when they come into your world. And if you don't close them for them in a dynamic way, their brain literally won't let them take the next step with you, right? right. And so my number three in those blocks is uh, why can't I live without it? It's not just why should I have this or why should I take you up on this? It's why is this so damn good that I'd be crazy not to have it in my life, right? And I, Ramit's answering that by saying, I give away 98% of my material free and I aim to make that free material better than anyone else's paid stuff. So I just want to point this out because I think we tend to overthink our own stuff, especially when we're writing it and go, is that a claim I could back out, could back up? Like, could he say, you know, I don't put out anything out for free if I don't, if I'm not positive, it's better than Derek Halpern stuff or Marie mm. Forleo stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, because that's a high standard. Should he say it anyway? Hell yes. <laughs> it's not a lie. It's just, it's his mantra. It doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? So right. don't split hairs when you're thinking about what kind of bold claims you want to make to your audience. Because again, they've paid you their attention. You better promise them something big. All right, cool. So then I love this last one, the way you worded it, April. Uh, you know, uh, uh, well, this isn't the last one, actually. There's five, I think. But the next one is, uh, uh, how do I know you're not a, what did you say? A, a, a <laughs> dirty, dirty internet scammer person. <laughs> dirty scammer person. Dirty scammer person. I love yeah. that because it's exactly what they're thinking, right? Yeah. And and actually, uh, in the Ramit example, he said before that you know he started with a name, I will teach you to be rich. And you know, it sounds kind of scammy, but that's what he came up with. And so he's going to stick with it. But when you see the kind of proof he has on his about page, you aren't really thinking about that anymore. I mean, he's he talks about writing a New York Times selling best book. He's been in Fortune. He's been in Forbes, um, Wall Street Journal, ABC News, NPR, Fox. He's got all the logos at the bottom. He has a quote from the Wall Street Journal kind of endorsing him. Um, so at the end of all of that, you're not really thinking about whether or not the company name is sort of weird and trustworthy or not. Right. It's, he's, he's pretty much covered the proof right there, the third-party proof. And that, that goes, I want to 
just uh, put in a plug for the other great article you've written so far for the blog, which is where you know where's the proof? What was the name yeah. of that article? Um, um, why your why your prospects don't believe you? Oh yeah, I'll have to look up the exact. <laughs> yeah, what, no, why why your prospects think you're full of it or something? That, like that. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> and again, just go to copychief.com and in the search tool and, and just. Uh, search April Dykeman and you'll see all her articles. But that was just another great example of, I love what you're doing, April, is you're like really great at looking at the overlooked stuff in a deeper way. And this, these are the things like the little no cost tweaks we can make to stuff that's already in our world and, and like totally see the needle move. Right. Really good. Really good. So yeah, great point about his proof. Um, is this for me? Why should I buy it from you? Uh, what results can I expect? Talked about that. Uh, and then, so the last one is, you know, I like this. Would I want to have a beer with you? Right. Yeah. And this goes back to what we were talking about before, where a lot of people, if it's a company, they have their mission statement. Um, you know, if it's an individual or more of a personality-based business, they think people don't really want to know about them. So they sort of leave that out or, they don't even talk about an individual at all. So you don't really know who started the company, who's running it now, what, you know, is there a team? Um, and so one of the things that Ramit does really well is including his personal stories. And what I like about the way that he does it, though, is that he tells you enough to make him um, very relatable and personable, but he doesn't go so far to, you know, reveal very personal things. He really strikes a good balance there. Um, so in this case, on his about page, he talks about his personal story of he was a college student, he raised all this scholarship money, he invested it in the stock market, and then he lost half of it, um, which is a pretty painful story if you think about how long that probably took to get all of that scholarship money. Mm -hmm. And then he shows you a picture of himself in college, he's got his feet up, he's wearing um, Elmo house shoes. <laughs> 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 so that right there, you know, kind of humanizes him. Um, his sign off is your surrogate Asian father. He always jokes around about his Asian parents and how they differ from, you know, maybe right. other parents. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, he's very serious about his products. Um, but he never takes himself too seriously and that really resonates with his target audience. Yeah. It's brilliant. And yeah, I, I he does a really smart thing that comics learn in that if you take, if you're the first to take shots at yourself, it really makes everyone fair game. You know, the, re the reason Howard Stern gets such amazing interviews from people is because he spends the other 80% of his time railing on himself. <laughs> yeah. And so when he asks you to go deep on something or if people constantly say to him, I can't believe I'm talking to you about this. <laughs> I've never talked to anybody about this and here we are on the air, right? And it's just because... He, he's a, he's an open book. And so uh, it's a great point, April, that there there can be a balance, but the more you share, the more you're willing to share, some amazing things happen. You'll start to get a response from people that it goes much deeper than any any data point you could hope for. It's It's the replies you get to your emails, not the open rate that really tells how how much you're resonating. Right. So, uh, and then of course, now the call to action. So if we're not, you know, laying out a full offer here or a sales letter, what should be 
the next step that people take on the about page? Yeah, call to action is big. Um, we mentioned earlier, it's it's the thing that most people leave off. Um, what I love about what Ramit's doing with his is that he has so many different programs. I mean, he has programs for you know, getting your finances automated for finding your dream job for earning money on the side. I mean, so many, you know, different avenues that you can go that he has what I kind of like to call a choose your own adventure call to action. Mm-hmm. Um, but those books, I think they were like in the eighties or something yeah. where you could, <laughs> you could pick what happens next. Um, so he has three options, earn more money, find your dream job, save more money and says, choose your number one goal. And you click on the button and then that's your entry point with him. Um, so it's really, it's, it's just beautifully laid out. There's no question about what they need to do next. And, um, he just does a really good job of, of, um, directing them. Yeah. Making it clear, like, okay, now you've gotten to know me. Like you said, choose your own adventure. You know, you want to earn more money? Do you want to find your dream job? Do you want to save money? Uh, and even that's unique. Again, you know, most people will just have this sort of one thread that people can follow. And we talk about clarity and having sort of a clear path for people to take, but that doesn't mean there can't be different entryways into that path. And if you, again, you know, Ramit, another thing I, we all know that he does uh, in marketing circles is, is an amazing at researching his audience. And I'm yeah. sure there's as many or not more products that didn't get created based on the feedback they got. They the- are. I've actually seen them. Mm. I've, I've bought quite a, quite a few of his products. And so I've seen him test things. I've been in beta groups. I've seen him roll something out and then say, you know what? This wasn't up to par. Everybody's getting refunded mm. and we're going to work on it some more. Wow. Yeah. He's very serious about that. That's great. And so, look, you don't have to have million people on your list to do that effectively. You just have to care enough to want to. So April Dykeman, thank you so much for being here. This was uh, a lot of fun. And again, the article is the perfect about us page, super hot on the copy chief blog right now. Uh, search April in the, in the search tool, read all her stuff. By the time you listen to this, you'll probably have several more articles up there. And of course, <laughs> April is uh, an active member inside of Copy Chief. You can find her there. And her website is copysprout.com. Thanks again, April. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, Good Jonathan. Stuff. Take us home, brother. All right. So that is a wrap for Copy Chief Radio. Thank you, April. And uh, I, I recommend you guys get on her email list because I'm seeing her daily emails. She took the 30-day challenge. Yes. Uh, thank you, Kevin. And thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back in your earbuds next week. You've been listening to Copy Chief Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're digging what we are laying down for you, then your next step is to go over to iTunes. Type in Copy Chief Radio into the search bar. And when you find a show, subscribe. We will be back in your earbuds next week. This is the podcastfactory.com.